Greetings, Alpha Seekers. Welcome to the Saturday evening edition of the Alpha's Next Podcast. Um, very unusual news day in regard to Donald Trump. Uh, there were two reports, or three reports, I guess I saw today. One of which seemed to indicate that he was getting better. The other... Not so much. And the one that was less optimistic, oddly enough, came out of his chief of staff. I think his name is Mark Meadows. So it is unclear, to me at least, what his real condition is. But, be that as it may, the attention of the nation is riveted on it. Some people are rooting for him and others are rooting for the virus. (laughs) So... A nasty world out there. So anyway, a couple of things today. As many of you know, those of us who are involved with Ventures Next have pretty much uh, pivoted away from angel investing. One reason for that is that we're pretty fully invested on that as a percentage of our uh, asset allocation. In fact, we're probably over-invested. And the other is that, you know, it's a tough game. And you don't necessarily want to encourage people you know and care about, and that would be you listeners, to uh, play in that uh, sandbox if it's full of scorpions and Darby Dragons types of things. Uh, And we haven't actually lost any money on any of our investments, you know, net-net as of yet, but... uh, we haven't actually re- gotten any return either. And these things play out over a long period of time. So you have to be very patient, and it's kind of an anxiety-provoking experience. So we've kind of pivoted to other alternative investments, and I'll be talking about that a little bit here. But one thing I want to tell you about, um, and this is an app that you can download on your phone. It's called uh, True Public. And uh, basically, I I play around with it pretty... I used to play around with it pretty frequently. And lately, it hasn't been giving me any push notifications on my phone. And if you don't give me a push notification, I'm not generally just going to go play with it. But uh, I'm doing it right now. And, uh, oh, man... It looks like my whole profile died here. Oh, no, I have to log in. That's what it is. Yeah, well, anyway, I got That's the problem. That's why I've been off the air. But in any event, I got a new iPhone, and that kind of resets the, uh, the meter on some of these apps. But um, this is basically an instant poll app. And if you've ever done any market research or, you know, of any sort, whether it be public opinion or corporate or whatever, you know that it usually takes a lot of time to do this. Uh, now they've got things like SurveyMonkey out there that are much quicker. Um, but this thing is on an app. And more and more, I mean, I get, I get beat up a lot because I don't use my laptop for business as much anymore. I I like to work on the phone, but I'm not alone. So the ability to do this on your 
on your mobile device to set up the survey and push it out. Like, really, I, I'm not the, by far, I'm a digital service. But it's so easy to do a poll and push it out and get the answers, like, almost instantly. So this, the founder of this uh, company has uh, been on CNBC, which kind of got my attention. He uh, has an arrangement with the Gallup organization. Um, he has raised a lot of money, including some from my friends at the Chicago Archangels, which I'm a member of, and they are, they kind of have alligator arms. They don't write checks a lot, you know. We see a lot of presentations, but they shoot down a lot of uh, of these pitches. It's kind of like Shark Tank, but with big money. So, uh, not that Shark Tank isn't big money, but these are just individual angels. So, uh, I was at this guy's initial presentation, and, uh, you know, they're generating revenue, they've got traction, they've got interest from Gallup and SurveyMonkey, I guess. So, uh, I, I would like to do this. So, if anybody finds this interesting out there in uh, Alpha's Next Land, let me know. Uh, give me a call, 708-334-8414. Email terrynugent at outlook.com. Uh, and they're, they're in a Series A raise now. Um, so they're, they're trying to raise more money so they can stay independent long enough to be worth more. But um, it could be a pretty fast exit for these guys. I, I asked the guy where he's at strategically, and he doesn't want to hang out like Zuckerberg and... You know, he wants to, he's happy with getting an exit. So, um, you know, I think it's I think it's one I'd like to be involved with if I had enough money, but he's his minimum's higher than, frankly, I, I have available to me right now. Or my, we're working this through Ventures Next. So if anybody finds that interesting, let me know. And at least go out and download the True Public app from the App Store. Uh, I think it's available on both... Uh, the Apple Store and the Google equivalent, the Android, whatever. But it's mainly an Apple game, let's face it. You know, that's where most of the money is. So anyway, there's that. So I wanted to bring that opportunity to your attention. And this thing's going to close, at least he wants to close the round, October 30th. So um, the other news is that uh, Regeneron... Or Lily, and or Lily may be getting emergency use agreements in three to four weeks, uh, per Alex Azar, who is in a position to know that because he's Secretary of Health and Human Services, ex-Lily guy. So uh, Lily's big, uh, Regeneron actually is, I think, pretty big too. So whether those EUAs move the needle, I don't know. But the, the, the Trump thing kind of brought attention to these polyclonal things that those two are working on, I think, is what it is. So, uh, you know, we're going to be keeping an eye on that. And, uh, again, we got our 101010 deal going so that we can raise some money to give us enough margin to take some more positions in our biotech fund. And... Uh, so if anybody wants to jump on that, we are giving you the upside only of this biotech. 
so you get 10% interest for $10,000, and that's negotiable on either side, plus or minus. And uh, for, you need to lend it to us for 10 months. And it's backed by the full faith and credit of Ventures Next, which is pretty, pretty good backing because both my partner and I have the wherewithal to back it up. And uh, if we make money on the biotech uh, portfolio, you will participate in the upside, sort of a handshake agreement due to SEC requirements. And if we uh, don't make money or we lose money particularly, you are not at risk. So you get a guaranteed 10% and, and maybe more, depending on how the old uh, biotech portfolio does. And we're hoping to be uh, have a broker-dealer arrangement in uh, March. And then we'll be able to offer that formally, but we can't do it now. So this is not an offer to buy or sell or solicit or whatever. Anyway, we got our first investor. Uh, check was in the mail. It arrived. And uh, so thank you, investor. You know who you are. And hopefully you're the first of many. Uh, maybe I can use you as a reference for those of little faith. But, um, you know, I like the way this is uh, moving. We're, our positions in the biotech portfolio have done pretty well. Uh, we've got a position in BioNTech, which is Pfizer's partner on the, on the vaccine. And uh, that's going to move a lot harder than Pfizer because Pfizer's so big. Uh, and then we've got Moderna. And those are the two front runners. So those have been the place to be so uh, we're happy with that and if you want to join us in our in our happiness you have that opportunity so again 708-334-8414 terry nugent at outlook.com uh the best passive income investments is our next subject and our last subject uh because you know life is Life is short. I'm sure you have better things to do than listen to me. But anyway, I told you many, many episodes ago that I was working on this opus magnus about passive income investments. And I'm still working on it. You know, it ain't easy being old. And I was never all that much of a go-getter anyway. But now I'm tired and old. And so I didn't get it done. Okay. So I thought it might help if I just did a little uh, podcast segment about it so I can kind of reset myself into it. And the reason I got stumped on this one was because I realized that what really needs to be done is to put it on a table that pluses and minuses, and this is a lot of research. So sounded like work to me. So <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, I'm just going to roll through this, and I'll take as much time as I think I can get away with. But there's two types of income, right? Just, you know, it's like Vince Lombardi, this is a football. There's active income and passive income. Active income is defined by Investopedia's income you earn in return for services rendered, including wages, salaries, tips, commissions, and active participation in a business, which is, of course, harder to come by than ever. I mean, especially when you get to a certain age. So, uh, folks are actively seeking passive income, which is also defined by Investopedia 
is earnings derived from rental properties, limited partnerships, or other enterprises in which one isn't actively involved. And then there's a third category they have, which is portfolio income, um, which is your basic, you know, everybody says they've got their 401k or what have you. That's portfolio income. And uh, it's not considered an alternative investment, but it is considered passive income by some analysts, but not by the IRS. So we favor common sense over the IRS. So in this article, we'll encompass, once I read it, rental, limited partnerships, and portfolio. Uh, So the questions we're going to answer uh, are, what's an alternative investment? What's a cash flow investment? And then we're going to talk about each asset class, uh, how it works from a cash flow perspective, Expected appreciation, which is called internal rate of return, pros and cons, risk-reward, and then uh, links to people who provide them or institutions who provide them. So, um, I, as I normally do, I research the article, so I found someone who has already written a similar article, and just to let you know how the writing process works in this case. I copied and pasted it into my Word document, and then I thought I would uh, take what I could from that. But, you know, the goal is financial freedom, right? If you have enough passive income, uh, then you can have a nest egg, as it were, principal, and... uh, good friend of mine just passed away, but he was always so proud of himself because he got a lump sum retirement from AMA and he never touched the principal. Well, life hasn't been like that for me. We not only touch the principal, you know, but we we break the glass and set off the alarm and steal the principal. But uh, live today, you know, for tomorrow. You're one breath from death. But still, financial freedom means never having to say you're sorry, or never having to say anything, you know, and that's the goal. I, I was there at one point in my life, but now I'm back in the hunt for it. So, um, you know, and the earlier you start out on it, obviously, the better, and the first thing that you should do from the portfolio perspective is do anything that has a match if you're still in that kind of a corporate environment. Um... Watch out for that 10% penalty. (coughs) So there's eight... This guy put together eight main investments to consider. And I tell you what, we're going to do that in another episode. So, wait till next time.